Hello, this is Halraman. I would like to talk to you about some business truths that I've learned over the years. I realize that every business should have a biz should have a vision, um, and most of the time, the vision comes as a thought, or sometimes it comes as a need. For example, I was. I'm working in the country of Cameroon, and we're doing schools, and we realize that we're short of quality French materials. But we had an abundance of English materials. Of course, you know Cameroon is a bilingual country, and so therefore, 70% um, of the population is French, and 30% is English. And so the French speakers were really crying out for some quality materials. We had some, but not as, as comparable to the quality English material. So I saw this need and God gave me a vision on it. He said, you must be able to develop a publishing company that will be able to publish quality materials in French and circulate it in the entire Francophone Africa. Wow, that was a big project. And then I sat down and I began to look at the reality of it and noticed that he was huge. But there's one thing I've learned, you start where you are. How did I start where I am? First of all, I realized that to get those materials into French, the first thing, it has to be translated. And so at that point in time, all I could do was to mobilize a few of my staff who were bilingual to help me in the translation. We just did not go anywhere further after that. So what we've got to do, we put some materials together and we began to trans um, and we began to translate it handwritten. And so we we translated about probably about about fifty books, but we couldn't go any further. We realized to be able to put them into quality form, they has to be typed in the computer and edited. And so my next process, my next stage, was to be able to get somebody that can type all of it in the computer. That we also was able to accomplish. And the third stage was the edition process. Wow. Which means that you've got to take those books and give it to editors and pay them for the services. All of this was not in my plan financially. But on a step-by-step on a, on a -step basis, I studied where I am. And systematically, I was able to enter into the next stage of the process without strife, without struggle, without any problems, because God is faithful. And so for two years, actually, all we could do was to just translate, type, and store. Then God gave us a wisdom and a provision. We're able to begin the process of addition. That means that it has to be paid for. Sometimes these editors ask for about $20 a page for addition. Wow, I don't have that kind of money. But I was able to really I could negotiate with them to something like 3 or $5 a page. Because since it was a beginning project, and so um, we, we actually was able to do about six to seven books in addition. And finally,
the most important side of it is the printing, which is expensive. I mean, the, because I don't have a printing press, but I don't print in the open market. And so I had to go to several printing press and negotiate prices. Finally, I was able to get to a good Presbyterian printing press that gave me some good prices. Not just that, but in such a way that I could pay only 50% and print everything and, and they give me credit to really pay the balance after the first you know, sales. Wow, that was great. And so systematically, we followed the, the uh, process. Actually, we're not trying to rush too big. We really plan according to our capacity. Then we printed the books, and we had the books available. The next stage is marketing. Wow. Now, to market these books, it's a tough situation because you have to identify what's your market or what's your niche. Um, our first market, we realize, it's the students in our school. But at the same time, I realize if I leave it option open to them, they do purchase here and there. Our next um, our market is the, is the bookstores, all the bookstores in the city. That created another problem. So we had identified that and I placed our books in most of the bookstores. And then the final problem came is the payment. Now the payment was slow because in business, especially in the business of book production, if you tie your capital into producing a large amount, it's just sitting down in your warehouse or in the bookstore is not producing, man, you don't have cash to really continue the process. You're sunk. Because um, now the books cannot actually, they cannot have any depreciation in value except they get torn up, they get eaten up by, by some termites. But then if you don't have cash in your hand, you're stuck. So we came out with another proposal. And in fact, somebody gave me wisdom. He says, every time you print a book or you print books, you, you just plan that you can only sell about 50%. So you tie your pricing that even though you print a thousand, but you might only sell 500. And in selling the 500, you must be able to recuperate all your capital plus a little bit of profit to keep the process going. Wow, I didn't know that. I just want to sell everything 100%, which is not possible. So along with that wisdom, I began to plan a strategy on a different way. And so after a while, the money was not coming in, we went broke in the business, but then I had to do a real serious jumpstart in the business. Um, initially, we had, we had invested about, about $13,000, and the income within two years was only about four or $5,000, and which means that you had staff to maintain, you get... Um, you got staff to maintain, you got, you got um, 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 some, some financial services because I had to pay back the money to the, um, onto the printing company, so I was stuck. So, however, I got a wisdom where I could find a way to invest another $14,000. Simple. I sold a couple of personal property, and so therefore I was able to get money to invest back in the business. But this time, 
I invested in the business with the wisdom to make sure that we should always have adequate financial cash available. For example, in our, in, in, in our, in our schools, we give the students a couple of books and that money is paid up front on the day of registration or a month after registration. So therefore, I got all the money of the books up front. I discontinued much of putting books in the bookstores because it stays there for a while and the, the sales is very low. Secondly, I got a couple of um, salesmen who could go out on the street and talk to people on a house-to-house -house basis and introduce our books to them. And guess what? It was able to work. How did I notice that? At one time, I was, I was in a particular a community in, our, in the country of Cameroon, the city of Douala, and I saw those guys who were selling, um, 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 they were selling cigarettes, they were selling alcohol, but they got little, little, okay, motorbikes, so they can easily enter into the community and make sales. And I realized afterwards, in every three house, every third house, the fourth one is selling something, selling bread, selling alcohol, and selling cigarettes. And I had God say to me, say, son, where's the nearest bookstore from exactly where you're standing right now? I said, that's about five miles away. He said, that's the problem. You people have a good marketing strategy. What you need to do, because if the goods is not readily available to people, they will not be able to buy it. I says, wow. So therefore, I realize that I can use houses, I can use um, um, churches as a, as a reference point to put our books, which actually can be sold. Because the propensity of somebody living and traveling five miles just to buy a quality Christian material, it's very low. But if the book is readily available to them, then they're able to buy it. So we put people on the streets who are able to go house to house and get the book readily available to the consumer. Guess what? It worked. And our sales begin to increase. Our sales begin to increase. Now, my next stage is to get them some good okay, motorbikes because sometimes in the rainy season, the books can be wet. So a good motorbike and put a backpack that can really cover it well and their job is to go into every community in, in, in the city and probably a little microphone and they'll be able to make some good sales on our books. Guess what? Now, sales are increasing. And in our schools, the students are paying for the books upfront. So I learn, but is that something that you learn in a day or two? It takes experience. I've not reached real my objective yet, but for now, it's working. My final objective is to be, is to be able to flood probably over 100,000 books every year into various nations. I had another problem. I reached out into three or four other nations too quick, other countries, because I was trying to grow so big. But then after I sent the books out to this, all, the, all those countries, for example, there was a major guy who had a major bookstore in the country of Ivory Coast. I sent the books out there, and guess what? It took two years to pay me. And I had to, I had to buy a ticket, fly all the way to, 
to Africus uh, just to get my money. Guess what? The money was already gone because my ticket costs, my hotel costs, I just wasted it. So I realized that I tried to grow too quick. So I cut down. Now, what I'm trying to do is to consolidate in, the, in my market niche in, in the country of Cameroon, in Chad, in a few countries beside me, and then my target is the next three years, I will branch out into the entire Francophone country. That way, I keep the business good and progressive. Thank you.